0: the art of data science, where we help demystify the often confusing world of data, analytics, and the related areas of innovation. Helping you in your journey to become more data and insights driven are your hosts, Bob Parr, Advisory's Chief Data Officer, and Dr. Srikar Krishna, one of KPMG's leading data scientists.
1: Hello, Srikar. Good to see you. Hello,
0: Bob. Good to see you also. By the way, I was just thinking, we have done nine episodes and it's always you asking me questions. I thought we should do differently for episode 10. Why don't I ask you questions, and you do the answers? <laughs> okay, fair enough. So in our last episode, Bob, we really looked at the uh, difference of organizations that look at data quality discreetly, versus those that have gone into a true governed approach. And I was thinking in this episode, we should really explore how organizations can engineer the shift and go into greater levels of data governance.
1: Okay, so is a data scientist, I have, when I say the word governance, what do you think of? Oh,
0: don't get me started, Bob. I think of committees, rules, accountabilities, bureaucracy, definitely not a startup. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Which is why, you know, governance isn't a word we generally like to use when we talk about data-driven, because that's primarily about speed. But getting the wrong answer quickly isn't helpful. So why don't we do that in this episode you tell me how
0: data governance should work and as a data scientist I will listen to the the right way of doing things because I certainly don't want to get to the wrong answer very quickly All right
1: well to explore that let's let's uh, use an analogy Let's say you've returned a package to an online re- retailer You've done that recently right Yes absolutely Okay well Online retailers generally have a very governed approach to managing their packages. And this is, in this example, think of your package as data. If we trace the path from your door back to the organization, there's a lot we can learn about good data governance. Are you ready for this? Yes, I am. All right. Well, you know, since this package is at your house and you paid for it, This package is yours, and you are effectively the owner. So let's establish that. So when you're getting ready to return that package, what's the first thing you do? I print a label. Right. And that label, the one with the barcode on it, is really what we call metadata. It actually defines the package. It tells the rest of the people that touch it what it is, who owned it, in this case you. And then what happens?
0: Well a courier comes to my house, picks up the package and he leaves. And then what?
1: They scan it, probably. Yeah, and, and that's important because by, by scanning that package, they're matching the label against the order in the database, making sure that the address is correct and that the item is allowed to be returned. Effectively, what they're doing by doing this is checking the package for data errors not unlike what many organizations do with data. The other thing to notice is they do it right up front. He scans it right at your doorstep. If there was an issue, they could fix it right away. A lot of organizations don't label their data and don't have those upfront checks. They're effectively just throwing the package in the back of the truck with the thought that they'll, you know, they'll just fix it at the warehouse. Somehow you know, they're going to have to open the package, figure out the owner, figure out what the product is. You can imagine that takes a lot longer and it's way more expensive. So in the last episode, when you talked about the reconciliation approach to data quality, that's effectively what's happening. If we told you that was the usual practice for a retailer, you'd be appalled and you might not even expect them to perform very well as an organization. And Well, increasingly, how people manage, or in this case not manage, their data, it's also inhibiting their performance. And and so back to the example, that label package is now on the truck making its way to the warehouse, where, where it's going to be broken down, cleansed, sorted. And at each step, from the house to the truck, to the loading dock, to the conveyor, that package is scanned. And we call that data lineage. The, the retailer can trace that package, where it came from, and this prevents lost packages. It also helps ensure to get that credit that you were looking for, and furthermore, the chain of custody from the package is also understood. They know the package made it onto the truck, and if it's lost, once it got on that truck, it's not the owner's issue. You're right, Bob, and as you said with
0: the package, The data lineage is basically tracked along the way as the data is stamped and labeled. And I'm assuming this is how we establish ownership, metadata, data quality checks, and lineage, right? Well, you know, those are the main concepts. So why is data governance so hard? Why are organizations struggling so much even in this era of uh, transforming technology? yeah
1: I mean while well, well, that analogy was simple enough to understand the mechanics the the reality is from a data perspective, the volume of data flowing through an organization is huge, so it's it's not one discrete package showing up here and there. Um, there might be hundreds or thousands of packages in one day showing up at your house so so Shrikar, um, how much work would you get done if there was you know hundreds of packages being shown up? you'd be answering questions all day long. Um, the same goes for data governance. The, the business people who own the data, um, you know, there's too many manual process, and this bogs down the system and in some cases burns out the data owners and their stewards that they appoint. So, But, you know, I do see uh, a bright spot on the future. I think this situation is starting to turn as they start to utilize automation more. Uh, do you see this? Yeah, no, absolutely, Bob, and uh, actually that
0: brings us to a very interesting point in KPMG's own uh, future where we are trying to launch a program called Ambient Data Management and Ambient Data Quality, and really this is where we are starting to ask the question, why should AI be used or machine learning be used only when the data arrives? Why can't we use it on data to improve the quality of data? So you're right. We are, I think we can, flip the whole uh, uh, seats around just the way we did in this podcast and use AI and analytics to monitor data and improve the governance process along the way.
1: So effectively, you're using AI to prep data for AI. That That's is pretty right. cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed uh, the analogy today and, and we worked hard to break down the fun- foundational elements. As always, thanks for a great conversation, Shrikar.
0: Well, that wraps another episode. You are listening to The Art of Data Science. It is our hope you will join us again as we explore the rapidly changing world of data science and how it helps us all to become insights-driven. As always, if you have questions that you would like explored on this podcast, please email them to artofdatascience at kpmg.com. Thanks for listening.